Every company has difference makers, the people who go above and beyond what's required. This podcast is dedicated to the people who challenge the status quo and make good companies great. Today, we're sharing one story from one company in our effort to inspire others. Welcome everyone to Difference Makers, our first podcast ever. So I wanted to uh, say thank you to everyone for tuning in. My guest today is actually my partner. I figured we'd, uh, we'd use my partner as a guinea pig for our first <laughs> episode. Uh, I'd like to introduce Jeff Jackson, my partner, uh, my business partner for 24 years. Jeff, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Well, Jeff, obviously we go way, way back. A lot of people don't know about our history. They know who we are. We've built a good name in the business. I'm proud of that. In fact, you know, it's funny. I was thinking the other day, I was talking to my wife. I don't even know my professional life without you in it. It's crazy. It's true. But you know, this, this uh, podcast is to talk about people that <clears throat> make a difference. People that make, you know, they challenge the status quo. They make good companies great. And I feel like you do that here. And especially in light of the recent demand and, and workload that we've taken on, on in the mortgage business. But before we go down that road, I want to kind of go way back and, and ask you, you know, how did you get in the business? How did you, how did you, because I don't think I've ever asked you that question. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'll go ahead and date myself. So I've been doing this for about uh, 25, 26 years. Um, uh, mm -hmm. a friend of mine that I grew up with playing baseball and football with for years, a lifelong friend of mine was actually in the search business. I had just gotten through with school and I had a, you know, had a couple of sales jobs that I wasn't too crazy about. And he had yeah. talked to me about, uh, getting into recruiting and working in the search business. He made the introduction and I had a chance to go, uh, initially I met with the owner, went to lunch and a uh, good guy. And, and, uh, then had an opportunity to, uh, right after that to, to meet with, uh, all of the partners. It was a fairly lengthy day. Uh, there were six of them I had to go through at the end of the day. Um, I remember thinking to myself, well, I, I, I uh, think this is what I'm going to do. It's funny looking back though. I, I thought I knew what I was getting into. I thought I knew a little bit about search and recruiting and looking back, I didn't know a damn thing. And, uh, it's funny for, and you've done this too over the years, and even my family, you know, and, or my wife's family, pe people still don't understand what we do. It's kind of, it's kind of odd, you know, it's not like it's, mm -hmm. it's really defined in the public eyes in terms of what is a search firm or was it, yeah. what is, what is a recruiter? How many times know? has somebody said to you, oh, I know what you do. You find people jobs. Right. And or you hey, just look at I, them like, I'm yeah, exhausted. I, I don't even want to answer you. No, no that's or, not what we do. Yeah. Or, or, you know, Hey, I know some, somebody that's looking for a job. Can you help them? You know, we're, we're the farthest thing from a placement agency. We don't find anybody jobs. I mean, mm -hmm. Technically, we move them into, into companies, but I think my immediate family after 25 years has an idea what I do, but they don't know a day in the life, you know? Yeah, that's that's totally uh, the same way with my family. They they think that they know what I do for a living, and they don't. Jim, yeah. Jim finds people jobs. <laughs> oh, yeah. My friend, uh, you know, my friend is in construction. He, he really, he's like, oh, man, you know, yeah. I, I'd love to help just, you. but Just roll with it. People don't understand that what we do, I mean, we're headhunters. And, and it, isn't that also funny how people think headhunter is a negative term? It's like, I love being called a headhunter. That's yeah. what I love to do. It's well, a specialty. It's, it is, it's not everybody can do it. And, um, you know, it's a form of sales, but you're not getting people to open up their wallet. You know, we're mm -hmm. the ones that have the, uh, the opportunity, you know? So do you have, or did you have in your younger recruitment career, any mentors maybe that, 
helped shape you or even in life, maybe not just in the job, but in life, like if you had to think back, like who mentored me or who did you, who did you look at and say, man, you know, that's somebody I think I I would love to be like. Well, I I will say that you don't, you don't grow up as a kid wanting to be a recruiter. It's kind of a hidden industry. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't even know really that it existed until I got out of school and kind of got in the real world, but I'll answer both questions. I mean, you know, we, we actually, both of us kind of cut our teeth at a, at a firm here locally that, uh, there really was, I know for you, there was really one guy, you know, um, that, that you felt like was your mentor. For me, it was really a, not one guy. There was several people there that really helped me initially kind of, kind of get a feel for things and that I, I felt comfortable going to. And, um, you know, one of them actually turned out to be a you know really good friend of mine was actually in my wedding, uh, believe it or not. So, but a good group of guys here. And then out, outside of that, for me, I mean, probably the, you know, a couple of people that, that, have, um, I've always kind of looked to one of them's not with us anymore, but you know, my dad for, for, you know, for sure. Um, and I think I got a lot of the, you know, that, that entrepreneurial bug from him, you know, watching him, you know, get involved in opening up different businesses. He ultimately, your dad, you know, he was in the mortgage business. Well, before right? that he had multiple businesses mm-hmm. and, uh, I mean, you name it, he did it. And then he ultimately landed ironically in the mortgage business. And, uh, that was that was how I was familiar with the mortgage business. My father-in-law is another guy too, who um, you know him and my dad both played together in the NFL. But really, the thing with him is that he's a guy that everyone could learn something from. I and mean, just in terms of how he treats people, I've never seen anything like it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't care what kind of day he's having, but uh, he greets everyone with a smile and has the the most amazing demeanor you ever see. And then the last guy is certainly you know, and he he died two years ago. Was my stepfather just? simply because of his attitude. I mean, couldn't shake him every day. Yeah. He was awesome. Uh, I want to go back uh, to something you said. What is that like growing up, the son of an NFL player? And your wife also, right? Yeah. Ultimately became your wife. What's that like? I mean, two training camp brats? What, what is that like? Uh, it was really no big deal for us, you know. And yeah. my wife was always a little pissed because she couldn't go to practice. And I was allowed to go in the locker room and she wasn't. So she was kind of a tomboy, you know, growing up for mm-hmm. sure. And, uh, but yeah, really not a big deal. I'd go to, uh, we lived in Chicago. Well, it's a big deal for everyone else. I know, but and looking back, it was, you a big think deal. it's no big deal. Well, no, at the time it's probably the same as kids today. It's just kind of what their dad does. It's really not, yeah. you know, but you know, when I went to school and people were asking me to get their card signed, I'm like, you know, I thought for, <laughs> I thought for a minute, can I make some money at this? But, um, yeah. but I would, I would See, go, the business uh, sense was already kicking in I, at I the would, young age. I would go in the locker room and basically steal sweatbands and things like that. I'd wear the sweatbands to school and you know what, one of his best friends was the center. That's hilarious. Uh, it's true. One of oh, his best friends was the, was the center and he would, I guess they allowed him to bring his dog to practice. So I remember walking the dog at practice, but yeah, my wife to this day is still pissed that she wasn't allowed to go to practice. So. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I'm glad we talked about that one. I didn't know that. Um, we're going to take a break to pay the bills. Difference Makers podcast is powered by Verity Search. Verity Search is a different type of executive search firm with industry insights and access to data. Unlike other firms, Verity serves as a trusted advisor to its valued clients. In today's competitive war for talent, they understand recruiting requires having a strong sales and marketing approach. Recruiting is not posting jobs online and waiting for unqualified people to apply. It's active, it's engaging, and it's working with people while maintaining extreme confidentiality. 
Verity seeks to build strong, trusted relationships and initiate conversations with industry leaders. Their solutions and techniques are innovative and brave, but based on industry knowledge and key identification strategies, Verity helps clients with their most complex strategic challenges. Some of the key services include strategy planning, research, marketing, prospect identification, qualification, and recruitment across all markets and geographies. If you'd like more information, please check out the website at veritysearch.com. So, Jeff, every day between 6 and 7 a.m., we, we, we text each other something, right? Typically right. a video, some kind of motivational something, because I think that's part of your morning, part of my morning. We look for inspiration. We try to inspire others. You know, we're both at that age now and our, we're past the 50 year mark. And we're, you know, I remember when we first started together, we were kids and, uh, here we are at this age and it's interesting, you know, you look back and you think about kind of where you're at today and where you were. And, you know, I just, I want to make a difference and I want to make a difference in other people's lives. And I want to take young people and give them an opportunity. And, and I've always been that way. I had a baseball business for many years where I put a hundred kids in college scholarships over three years time. That That was not much money, but extremely rewarding, you know, just kind of fills the soul. Um, and if I didn't have to deal with parents, I'd still be in it. Of but, course. <laughs> but my question is what, dr- what drives you? What, what motivates you to win every day? Like you come in here to win every day. I come in here to win, but what drives you? Well, for me, it's, you know, there's a couple things. One, um, as you get older, you, you, you realize that, you know, no matter how successful you become or no matter how much money you have or any, the one thing you can't get back is time, you know? So for me, you know, being the age that I am, I mean, I'm, I'm 52. Um, you know, I, I am on the back nine for sure. So I, I feel like, you know, and not that I wasted time when I was younger, but, but you, you don't feel old. Do you? No, 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 no. I, I don't either. I, I act like I'm 25. Just ask people. So ask my wife. Right. Yeah, but, just, but, to me, that that's the one thing that we can't get back is time. So, um, and I'm not saying you got to get up and go 90 miles an hour every day. You got to stop and you know, yeah, take time to for for people in your life and 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 all that. But I just I don't want to waste any time, you know. And I don't have any time for people that uh, are going to bog me down or have bad attitudes or bring anything toxic into my life. I have I have I have the patience of a two year old to begin with, but I have zero zero tolerance for any negativity, you know, yeah. and I just don't have time for it, but really, you know, to, to, to finish the question, um, I want, number one, I want my family to be proud of me and know that, you know, I'm out there hustling for them. Number mm-hmm. one. Um, and then also, you know, the, the other thing that motivates me is just, um, you know, I'm, I'm competitive, you know, and, and that, and the guys here, you know, the team we have here, men and women here, but you know, I, I feel a responsibility to them that they all have families and, um, not that they live or die by my decisions or what I do on a daily basis, but they are impacted by it. So I've got to, mm-hmm. you know, we've got to come in here and, and do our thing. So how has the business or the industry of recruiting evolved since you started, since we started <laughs> really, because you got a little head start on me. But then I came in shortly after you, and yeah, you know. and, and and I might add, on the very first day, you 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 asked me to go to lunch, and you asked me what what am I making right I out of the gate. I didn't ask you to I'm go like, to lunch. I was told that this guy's going to take you to lunch. And yeah, yes, I, had, I yeah, did. They asked me to take you to lunch. I wanted to cut through the BS. I'm like, Are you making any money or not? I'm like, dude, really? Yeah, we might be sold the dream. We here. just we just met. And you want to check? You want to you want to look at my W two? Yeah, I remember that. It's not a lot. I'm just getting started. <laughs> so how much are you banging down? <laughs> yeah. So 
how has it changed since we since we started? I mean, I I, I can obviously help answer that question. Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember we had no computers. Well, the guys here are a little tired of our uh, <laughs> up the hill in the snow speech both ways, coming no and going shoes. with no shoes speech. Um, but it's true. Uh, the things that they have at their fingertips, we would have killed for. I mean, we there was no cell phones. There was no texting. There was no email. There was no computer on our desk. There was no computer on our desk. It was simply a phone, and um, I think they threw us a headset. We were. It was waiting on. But the point of this, you is had to create it. You you did, but the 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 one thing is gathering names and research was. That was an all day thing. A project. Yeah. I mean, you're waiting on the mail. You're waiting on faxes to come in from the chamber of commerce. I look back and I'm like, good lord. I mean, it, it's amazing. And then today, everything is. You know the technology that we have at our fingertips is amazing, and we've been we've taken advantage of it. But still, having said all that, you know we still find ourselves coming back to the most powerful tool we have is the phone, and I hope it stays that way. You know, there's a Me lot too. of there, there's a lot of, and that's because that's really how we separate ourselves yeah. from all the other hundreds or thousands of, of recruiters that, and I, yeah. I'm not saying there's no other good recruiters out there. There's plenty of really quality people that are doing this. But there are people that have gotten into recruiting that have an aversion to picking up the telephone. They, yeah. They're call reluctant, right? Because they'd yeah. rather sit behind the screen. It's like my kids. It's like, you know, I'll have one of my kids will text me from the other room. It's like, what? Get right up and corner. come talk to me. Yeah, I hear you. So, so that's, that's the generation that we're in and, and recruiters, uh, rely too much on electronic communication, the, right? There's a lot of that, and uh, it, it works on occasion. I'm not saying that we don't put those lines in the water um, because we do, but there's no mm -hmm. substitute for picking up the phone. If and especially right now with what's going on on the in the mortgage business with operations, it's just you know it's bananas. It's never been like this ever. And what's some of the craziest things you're seeing in that in that space right now? Well, I, I think just the activity is over the top and I think the um and, I, and the I demand the demand is obviously huge and and the comp plans are just, you know, going through the roof, but I think back to the question is, you know, if I'm a if I just to use an underwriter as an example, they're getting literally 10 to 15 uh emails a day through different, you know, mm -hmm. Texas emails. And, and it's just LinkedIn messages. Majority of them are delete, 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 delete. It, it, it's not, it doesn't work. So if you want to, if you want to sit behind a keyboard and try to make a living, good luck to you. Okay. Yeah, if right. you're not going to, if you're not willing to pick up the phone and call people, and that's really, you know, um, that's the difference. Really, that's the difference maker is is picking up the phone and and trying to develop those you know relationships and letting them know, hey, we you know we've got some really tremendous opportunities. And but not just that, not calling them up, just pitching them. It's just really about kind of getting a feel for. The candidate and what their needs are and, and going from there but yeah picking up the phone is something that uh you know i hope it hope it you know never goes away because uh you know that would be a, a game changer for us if it did yeah we talk about how the demand right now what's going on you were you were talking the other day about a deal where you had a candidate that had committed to a deal mm -hmm. and had provided uh, a list of uh, references to the new hiring company the right. hiring company decided to be very HR-ish and start checking references of an underwriter that had been phenomenal at her job for a long time and had good tenure. And, and we've heard about some other crazy stories where people are calling and want their high school diploma after, you know, 18 years of professional yeah. underwriting. But back to that story, didn't you have this company doing a reference check 
And one of the reference checks was a former employer who right. then picked up the phone and uh, called that just, candidate just and stole him. Just served him up. I mean, served him up. Served him up. So yeah, they're like, oh, you're looking for a deal. I've got one for you. And they made him an offer and took him right off the table. That's so. just low rent right there, buddy. But uh, it happens. So uh, we talked about that. We talked about how the business has changed, how recruiting has evolved. Um, what do you think the biggest challenge is that you face right now in this in this industry? I, I mean, you, you focus in mortgage banking, so yeah. what's the biggest challenge for you right now? I, I think it's, for me, just and I, and I hit on it earlier, um, it, it, it's really the, the amount of activity right now that these candidates are getting hit with. Keeping up with the demand and then differentiating well, yourself with well, them. Right. It's overwhelming mm-hmm. for them what's happening, you know, in the business. Even even before all this craziness with the rates being where they are. I mean, in terms of the amount of people that are coming at them, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. And it so so, you know, that kind of goes And they're back. not used to it. They're not and, Well, these are the lowest rates in in the history of history, right? I mean yeah. the these rates have never been where we're at right now. Yeah. Ever. So it is unprecedented, and uh, you know, I'm, if I hear one more company say we broke a record this month, I'm gonna you know, <laughs> good. You should jump out the glass, right? Yeah. I mean, everybody's breaking records, yeah, so we you get should. it. Are there any what recruiting is like? You, we talked about it's a hidden industry, so to speak, right? It's not. It's a highly unregulated industry, and it's and recruiting is a loosely used term. It could be the 21 year old that just graduated from college who's hired as a quote-unquote recruiter or could right. be a specialty person like you and I that have all the seasoning and business experience. And really, I prefer to be identified as a headhunter, right? Because I don't really want to be termed a recruiter. I don't really care. I don't want to get honest. lumped in. It's just that people, uh, to me, it, I think that sometimes you're judged based on the one title, I guess. You know, but when I think about it, there's good recruiters, I, there's bad recruiters, there's good lawyers, there's bad lawyers, there's right, there's good loan officers. I'd rather be called an agent if I had to pick something, but an I really, agent. but I really talk don't, about but that. I really don't care. Talk yeah, about I, that. So, agent, I've heard you talk about this before, and you use the sports analogy. So, how, what are the similarities between recruiting for business and say recruiting in sports? Well, they're both super competitive, and and you're going after uh, talent that is. Um, being sought after by you know multiple companies or in sports multiple teams so mm-hmm. to me right now whether you're on the sales side or operations side i think people are a little tired of the same old same old meaning that recruiter that calls them up and starts spitting out about how amazing their client is and without knowing the first thing about the candidate you know um and, and they don't even come up for air and the candidate's just sitting here like, are you freaking kidding me right now? You know, I, my, hi, my name's Steve. It's kind of like you get the LinkedIn request and then within a second you've got the, the, that, the, uh, yeah, the solicitation. It, 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 yeah. So it goes back to just making the phone call. So the, the, the thing that I, that I tell people is, and, and it's the truth. And we, we kind of made a shift about what, about a year ago, a year and a half. We said, you know what, let's change the game a little bit. Let's, let's act as more of a, an agent. Now, yes, do, do our clients, uh, they 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 pay our fees, of course they do. But the the candidates are really what fuels the fire here, you right? So let's act as more of an agent for them mm-hmm. and and really represent them, you know. And in some cases, it may be more than one opportunity, you know. Um, but I I think the candidate appreciates us getting to know them a little bit first, okay? Mm-hmm. Find out what's important to them. These are some things. These are some must haves for me, Jeff. Or this is kind of a starting point for me. Mm-hmm. Or these are some things that are going on now. And then, and then I can come back to them and say, hey, you know, after, based on our conversation, 
Here's a few things that I think might make sense to at least talk about. Why is that more effective as an agent, independent agent such as yourself, as opposed to an inside recruiter at a corporation? Well, the, the obvious is that they only can share one opportunity. You know, if I'm working for ABC Mortgage, all I have to talk about is ABC Mortgage, mm -hmm. okay? Versus we have a, a, an amazing stable of clients um, and, and some of them are better fits uh, than others for certain people. Yeah. Uh, but but I think the big thing is just developing that trust factor with that candidate to let them know, hey, we're going to truly look out for you. Not only are we going to make the introduction, we're going to stay and you know we're going to stay glued at the hip mm -hmm. all the way through to the goal line in terms of walking you through the negotiation process. We're going to do that on your behalf. We're going to walk you through the resignation on the best ways to handle that, the best ways to to handle what's coming at you because you are going to get countered typically. And then really all the way till they're sitting in their seat for training. And, and, and the beautiful beyond. part of that is it costs them how much? Zip. Zero. It costs yeah. them zero because the client really needs to acquire them. So it's our job to really identify best fit, right? Square peg, square hole, yeah. round peg, round hole. Yeah. I, lo I love that analogy used the sports agent for mortgage athletes because if you think about it, these, these folks in the mortgage business, they're making six figures and above, oh, yeah. right? You know, we're not talking about low, you know, earning positions. And that's, that's always been my contention with, uh, people that are in the businesses. Why would you not talk with a specialty recruitment firm that specializes and has got 25 various clients, whether that's in servicing or wholesale or retail or, you know, whatever the case may be vendor, uh, you know, the vendor space is huge in the mortgage uh, business as well. Why would you not talk? with a company that's plugged into a multitude of different platforms and opportunities and really understand what your true value is in the yeah. marketplace. I mean, it's free. Mm -hmm. It costs you zero, right? right? So speaking of sports, you know, I know your dad played for the Bears and your wife's dad played for the Oilers. No, he played with the Bears. He played with Dallas and the Bears. Actually. I thought he played for the Oilers. No, he played with, initially with Dallas, was traded to the Bears Played the majority of his career oh, there. Then he yeah. finished with Dallas. Yeah. No. What's she, the What's the she, Houston connection? She She used to work for the Oilers. Oh, she got a job with the Oilers. Correct. Where did I get? Okay, yeah. I got that mixed up. But you know where I'm going with this. Uh, I I suspect uh, your Bears haven't had a quarterback in going on what 20 years right now. So since McMahon. Since McMahon. Yeah. Uh, so w what's going on there? What I mean is just quarterback mm -hmm. adverse in uh, well, Chicago. It's cool of you to bring it up. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it hurts a little more that knowing that they had an opportunity to get Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's easy to look back. Yeah, and say coulda, shoulda. Yeah, uh, but knowing that they could have had Deshaun Watson or uh, Patrick Mahomes stings a little bit. But uh, appreciate you bringing it up. You know, not everybody can be blessed with. Uh, quarterback like tom brady for the last 50 years so yeah um, yeah but you know for those of you that don't know i'm a rabid new england patriots fan but you know what i grew up with one in 15 seasons i was a face painter in the end zone had my face painted uh, mm. had the grogan's heroes sign she I, wouldn't have told me that yeah <laughs> i've done all that so i paid my dues i'm not a bandwagoner whatsoever uh so i'm real proud to be a new england patriots fan and, and a current Bucks <clears throat> season ticket holder and I bought the Bucks season tickets since it's an hour and 15 minutes down the road. And people said, uh, you know, my brother, he says, well, Brady's dead to me. I'm like, are you out of your mind? He made you a champion, you know? Like, how could you, I mean, the guy's got two years left and he wants to go win and he doesn't want to rebuild. I don't blame the guy. And I wish him yeah. the best. And 
you know, people say, well, I don't like the Bucks. I'm not a Bucks fan, but you know, if you could say the Bucks are you, the most fun team to watch right now. But if you could say. go back in but time, but now that they added Gronk, if you let me ask you this, if you could go back in time and say you saw Babe Ruth play his last two years, you would, you would, you would do it, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna go see Babe Ruth play. Yeah, well, yeah. Gronk, his, Gronk, his last yeah. name's Brady. Ha, That's ha, having Gronk makes them the most interesting team in the yeah, NFL. Now. I agree. Well, uh, I don't really have anything else. Uh, I'm going to say thanks for thanks for taking time out. I know you're busy, but it was good to pull you out from behind that desk for a yeah, few man. minutes. For those of you that don't know, Jeff Jackson is a managing partner at Verity Search, and they specialize in mortgage banking recruitment, uh, everything from processors to presidents. Jeff, thanks for being here. Yeah, man, appreciate it. All right, buddy, take care.